Hi, this is Tali. And Johanna. Welcome to the Less Toast Podcast. Where we toast to everything black. Cheers. <laughs> so, <laughs> everyone's quitting their jobs. And we want to toast to that. Hey. <laughs> Freedom. That is the way to go. Freedom. Um, Tali and I were having a conversation and we're just kind of like, there's been so many headlines of the max exodus of people leaving their toxic 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 situations and we want to celebrate you because we've been there we've done that and it has been the best decisions we've ever made yeah um if you know me you know that i've had i've literally had so many jobs because if i don't like it i leave like this whole notion of like working somewhere for like 40 years or like, you know, it doesn't look good that you're jumping around like company. Who cares? First of all, like no one cares. Like no one goes that deep, especially like if you're just starting your career or if you haven't even started your career, like what the hell are you doing? If you're unhappy, quit. I, I do want to say, yeah, it's I, I, I've been on the other side of I, I love money. Like, that's just something about me. I love money. I'm pretty frugal. And I like to save because I have some goals, right, that I want to accomplish. But when you're in a situation, um, like from my situation, for example, I was in a toxic work environment for two years. And one morning I just woke up and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, girl, just be realistic with yourself. You have enough money in your bank account. Like, I wasn't paying rent at the time. I was still living with my parents. So I'm like, what what struggles do you have? Like, you can literally, and I want to say this is a very privileged um, way of looking at it as well. So I had the privilege of being able to quit. And I just kind of woke up and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of crying. I'm going to work in the morning. I'm tired of crying when I'm leaving. I'm tired of being underpaid, underappreciated. Um, and just, I mean, everybody in my life knows how bad that situation was. Yeah. And if you, if you've worked with me at this previous employer, you know what I'm talking about. Um, shout out Once to everybody. Once it starts affecting your mental health, it's like, yes, it's over. Yeah. Yes. yes. And it's, it's insane. I mean, even like one, one thing about Tali is she, she brought it up to me. She's like, you know, I'm applying for a job. And I'm like, are you like, were you interviewing? Are you like, I just, I don't know. I don't know if she has a job. I don't know if she doesn't have a job. Like, and we talk pretty regularly and I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I really never know because sis will be at a job for a week. I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I'm out. And just oh be gone. <laughs> Literally the last job I had for like two weeks, right before I moved to back to Portland, um, it was at, like a cybersecurity company and they like we it was, you know, I was working from home, but like they didn't celebrate or even bring up Juneteenth. And I already was just like not feeling it like it just wasn't my type of company. So I was like, damn, y'all celebrate like the whole month, like um, Pride Month. It's the same month as like it's in June they had a bunch of emails being sent out for pride month like all that like obviously i'm all for that but you don't even bring up juneteenth y'all don't care about black people so i quit i literally quit like two weeks later and it's like most of the time i honestly like i this is sounds funny but like most of the time i don't have a plan b like at all but never, should just be working out. but i mean <laughs> yeah you don't have a plan b but you also 
are you will hustle and you will take a job to make money and that's yeah. the thing like, like i not, will, nothing I is will below. make ends meet that's yeah. that's pretty much it like but yeah most of the time like the job when i was working i'll just throw out names because i don't give a fuck but <laughs> when i worked at snipes or like kicks usa I hated that job. It literally gave me anxiety. I was having panic attacks in the bathroom. Like it was honestly like the worst year of my life. Like I was like getting so underpaid, overworked and like was getting paid with clout and everybody around me thought I was like having the time of my life, but really I was fucking suffering. But anyways, out here interviewing celebrities and shit. Like we didn't, we didn't know any better. If you, I mean, I'm like, if you're, oh looking God, you're interviewing like, DJ Khaled, like, yeah. It was and the thing is like in that job they would give me like thirty thousand dollars and be like throw a party. Like why can't this go into my bank account? You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, just besides the point. But the whole last wedding right there, thirty thousand. Honestly. A nice fucking thing. Um so when I quit there, I literally had five hundred dollars in my pocket, in my bank account. And that was it. But I was like, I can't work here anymore. I literally cannot work here anymore. And then like, I ended up getting like $500 because I had spent like money on Ubers because I had gotten in an accident. Like that, that insurance company um, paid me out. I think it was $500, maybe it was more, but like literally I had no money. So then I got a bartending job. But I, honestly, it's just like my mental health over working there. Like, yeah. I couldn't and you're, and you're in Philly too. So it's, yeah. you know, definitely cheaper cost of living. Yeah, it was cheaper cost of living for sure. Like I just also like, I'm not the type of person that um, likes to have very many bills, you know, like I really, I don't really have that many bills. Like I always try to, like, I don't have a car payment. That's just not something that I want until like in my mind, I think about like have when I have a car payment in the future, I will be able to like buy that car like three times if I wanted to at that very moment. And I know it sounds like very like weird way of thinking, but like that's how I think about things. That's like, pretty. That's a smart way of thinking. Um, I, I'm not I guess, buying, but I would like a nicer car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who needs a nicer car? Like, I get, I get like the luxury of having a nice car, but if it gets you from point A to point B, it does what it does. I don't see the issue. Yeah, my Prius is is solid. Yeah, and, your car's fine. I guess I'm not like I'm not into like blingy or shiny things, but yeah. <laughs> let me get a plane ticket in first class. You feel me? Like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that I mean, works. I will say though, like I I feel like I will like once I earn that position in my life, so, like obviously bring me all the bling and all the gold and not the diamonds because I'm African. But like you know what I mean, like. Once I can buy things like three or four times, which I feel like I should be able to talk about cars when we think about buying things three or four times, like mm -hmm. that's when I'll buy, uh, you know, a nicer car if I can afford it three times at that very moment. Yeah, yeah I'll make payments on it because and things, yeah, things happen when they happen. I mean, I quit my job, so my family and I we had a trip planned to go to Eritrea January first of twenty twenty, right? Oh, so yeah. this is pre-pandemic, like in the western western you know china's already going through it um and so we like i i hadn't even put in my vacation at this point and it's the week of christmas mind you so i i guess something in me already knew i was gonna quit because i hadn't put in any vacation i just knew i was taking those three weeks off and nobody's gonna tell me nothing and yeah. then i just like i got monday i was just like all right i'm out friday's gonna be my last day and it was a holiday week so the office was closed for like three days so I 
<laughs> went into work for two days and I was gone. Celebrated New Year's Eve, got on a flight, went to um, Area Tree. I was there for three weeks and I had been interviewing for, I had been interviewing that entire like year. And I you also always get to, Oh yeah, wait, I'm going to get there because Philly's <laughs> the glory of my story. So we, <laughs> so we, um, uh, so yeah, so I had already, I had been interviewing and there was this position at a previous industry that I interned for and they were kind of like, yo, go on your vacation. We'll call you when you get back, but we're going to save this position for you. Pretty much what they told me. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I um, go to Eritrea and my phone's obviously not working there. And I get back, I'm in Turkey, turn my phone back on and I'm in Turkey for the day. And I have a, a voicemail from the lady at the HR department. She's just like, hey, we want you for this position, but it's on hold right now. We'll get back to you in a few weeks. And my mind, I'm like, oh, great. I can vacation. I can travel. I had some Southwest dollars that I needed to spend. So I was like, let me go to Philly. So I literally came to Portland that Friday. And I think I was in Philly like that Tuesday or Wednesday of that week. Cause I'm like, what am I gonna do? And I have free, like I literally had all these flight miles that I needed to use. So I went to Philly. I was literally living on your couch. Like Tali was bartending and I would just be in bed. Like <laughs> she would literally come home <laughs> at like two or three in the morning. Like we were like transitioning. Cause like, um, I, would just, I would just literally be at home and then I would just be on her computer. You have like this little computer that I would use to apply for jobs. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Look at the mini struggle. <laughs> yeah. And I would sit there in the living room watching like Living Single on their Hulu. Um, and I would just apply for jobs. And I kid you not, I applied for a contracting position working for COVID. And I get a call the next week. And they're kind of like, hey, we want to hire you. I'm like, you don't want to interview me? They're like, no, we just want to hire you. <laughs> like, you have a master's, right? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we want to hire you. And I was shook. Never has a hiring process been that easy for me in my life in my life. And it was all because of me couch surfing in Philly. I went to DC and then back to Philly. And <laughs> I was like, is it okay well, if I stay here? I'm like, dude, it, we don't care. Like, yeah, I changed my ticket a few times. <laughs> Cause I was like, yeah. I have nowhere to go. I have nowhere to be, but it was just, just crazy how like everything is kind of, when, it, when I'm a strong believer and when it's meant for you, it is for you 100% because that contracting position, I took it um, I literally started a few weeks later and I moved to Seattle. That's where the position was. I'm still in Seattle. That contracting position turned into a full-time position with the company that I'm with right now. And I'm still there and I've been promoted. And so it's just like literally things have just like been happening and been progressing all because I decided to wake up in the morning and quit my job because I wouldn't have applied if I was still, still there. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to like really reevaluate like what's really important. And it's like, if you're really not happy life, honestly, it's not that life is too short. Life is too long. You know what I mean? To be unhappy. Be miserable. Yeah. Right. And there's so many, I mean, now you're looking at companies giving, okay, maternity leave. They're helping pay for education. Why are they doing that? Because like, exactly. Because they want people to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are leaving. Our, we're the generation who knows what we're worth and we're going to demand what we're worth because if you don't want to pay us, we're going to find somebody else who will or we'll make it happen ourselves. Yeah. Um, That's the thing that this, it, you know, during COVID, it kind of like opened up this new world of like entrepreneurship to people. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have time now. Like, let me explore different things that I could do, you know? And I think for me, it was kind of like, 
okay, I tried toast. It's not going to work out right this second, but let me pivot, you know, let me figure out another way to make more money. And, you know, if you know me, you just kind of know that corporate life is just not, it's just not for, like, I literally can't do it. Tally uh, can't. You, you're not meant for like, a, I told my mom, like, oh, so what's Tally doing right now? And I was like, mom, I have no idea. I think you can ask her when she comes over later. And then my mom's like, she, she's not meant to work. Like, she, she's meant to have her own business. So I know my mom said, just observing, like, your habits. Like, Literally. She really work for herself. I just, and I, you know, I tried hard, but I can't have grown people tell me what the fuck I need to do. And I also don't want to, like, I think a lot of the times, like, when you work in corporate situations, um, you're constantly having to prove to other people your worth. You know what I mean? And I already yeah. know my worth. But if you don't give me the space to like actually be able to come in and be my full self, it's just not going to work out. And that's just not how corporate life is. You know, you have your 5% of the work and then you do it, which, you know, obviously when I was working at Kicks, like I loved the work that I was doing. I was able to have like a lot of freedom because I didn't have a boss for a while. But the thing is, I wasn't getting paid for VP level work. You know what I mean? yeah so it's just a lot of like having to prove myself when I already know my value I don't need you to be like okay you're worth $75,000 a year no I'm gonna tell you what I'm worth <laughs> you know what I mean it's that part and, and even so, like knowing your worth it's also a kind of taboo is people don't talk about how much money they're making yeah and to me that's weird like I, I obviously oh, I'm not gonna talk podcast but if we're friends and we're having a conversation and you ask me how much money you're making, I'm going to straight up tell you because especially if we're in the same field um, because you could be underpaid. And I actually, I have a friend who works for an industry and she is significantly being paid, I would say about like 30000 30, compared to her counter, under, yep, compared to her male counterpart, very similar position, started around the same time, being offered the same exact type of position. All yes. because, you know, yeah, and it's just kind of like, we need to normal. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'll ask, I'll tell you. Yeah, I have no problem. I also, I think the problem is with that is that a lot of people will see their self worth or self value with how much they get paid when it's completely objective. You know what I mean? Right. Like who you right. are and what you do for work has nothing to do with your self value because right. at the end of the day, you're, if you have a plan, you're going to keep on progressing. So if you make... 60,000 exactly. this year yeah say that who fucking cares like you're exactly. you're not about to stay in this in this pay range you know what I mean and that's and just who, if you make it I mean I was making I had just graduated my master's in April of 2017 my first job that I got I've been applying for the entire year first job I got I started in January of 2018 they were giving me $17 an hour 17 straight with a master's degree y'all like and I have work experience during my master's program and previous. And I was just like, all right, Johanna, you know what? This is what you're gonna have to do right now. This is gonna get you experience and then you're just gonna have to move on up. But if somebody asked me how much money I was making, I'm making $17 an hour. Yeah. But because I know that's not forever. And I know it's just my situation now. Because best believe, uh-uh. If anything was a motivational factor, it was that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we have to get out of that mindset of like what we do for work is what how we bring value into the world and it's really just not it honestly at all and it's crazy like um I hate talking about my job um and what I do and whenever I meet like strangers um and they ask me what I do like 
if I'll probably just be like, why does it matter? Or I'll lie to you. Like, I, <laughs> I just will tell you what I, we're in an Uber in Palm Springs and the Uber driver was asking us all these questions. And she was like, oh, so what do you do? And everybody, you know, said their job. And I was like, oh, I work in retail. Like, <laughs> like is that going to make you talk to me any differently? Like, why? <laughs> like, why do I have, you know? Like, just yeah. my employer does not, it's not my identity. That's not who I am. Exactly. And obviously I'm a person that's like jumped around so much. And like, honestly, I, I don't think I've had a job, like a full-time job in over a year. Yeah. Since I like worked at Grubhub and I just did, like, when people ask me like, what do you do? I'm just like, I'm in transition. <laughs> like, I'm not about to be like, well, I did my background is this and now I'm in beauty school and I want to be a nail artist. Like you're, you're fun employed, right? Fun literally, employed. Fun employed. <laughs> literally. Yeah. It's just like I don't I have like yeah, I feel like I used to take so much pride in like what I do and like where I worked at and it just I have a plan and it just no longer serves me to like put my like who I am in this box. Mm-hmm because there's so many more things that I want to do out even outside of beauty school and what I'm about to do there's right. something to come that it's like yeah I'm an entrepreneur I think that's probably what I'll start saying yeah I mean own it sell it do yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean honestly honestly but I mean even when I was unemployed I was, I was probably only unemployed for like two months maybe I thought I was going to be unemployed for a little longer, but I was on vacation for a month of that. It low-key stressed me out. To be unemployed? Like, it, yeah, I was stressed. And I had, I had money, like, you know, it's like in my account, like, saved. I was fine. Like, but I was just so stressed. Like, I don't know if that's the African in me or, like, what, but I was like... Well, I'm African, I don't be stressed. I think it's because, you know, my even when I cut my job, my parents are like, are you, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, it just wasn't. But essentially, like, after I kind of broke it down for them, they're like, okay, we support you. Like, we get it. We get it. But for me, I've had a job since I was, you know, a consistent job. So I was like 18, like in school, I've always been working. And so to just not work and not work by choice, it, it truly stressed me. I was like, what am I going to do in my life? Am I ever going to get a job? Is anybody going to want to hire me? Like, and now I'm like, bitch, I'm on top. Like, <laughs> I am good. <laughs> yeah. I don't really stress me. I feel like. You don't. You don't. God you always be making it happen for me, though. Like for real, you do not. You do not. That's just one thing. You do not. Yeah. And you just be. You just be doing whatever. You, you be. You be feeling the vibes. That's what I'll say. Everything just works vibes. out, though. Everything yeah. literally always works out at the end. Yeah. Point yeah. Of like, I like. I think also like because I have family. Like I know that I can fall back on them. Not that I really like do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but you it's have- like if the worst comes to worst, you know. Again, yeah, the, like the we both have the privilege of having our like. No, they're not gonna let us fail. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah. it just I feel like things just end up, uh, everything just ends up working out, and even more so lately, I feel like everything is really like falling into place, and I feel like, okay, because everything is working out so well, like this is exactly the direction that I'm supposed to, to be going, you know. So, yeah. Honestly. It's crazy where life takes you, right? Like the journey. I've always said I don't like Seattle. Like I've never been a fan of Seattle, and now I'm living there. Habasha, wait. Um, never mind. <laughs> All the Habasha <laughs> like gangsters over there. 
but I don't know if y'all be calling if y'all be seeing Julian. we're not gonna get into all that it's, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's an issue in itself yeah <laughs> but there's my people our people they're everywhere everywhere in the scene I don't know if it's on my Dude, Instagram tell me about yesterday oh yeah I saw so, your Instagram you were at this Spanish restaurant and yes it is like I've heard about this restaurant like from like multiple people talk about Mojito. It's like a Cuban Latin American restaurant. And I'm like, oh, bet. Like, so my coworkers and I had a day off. We went to the spa and we're like, let's go here for dinner afterwards. So mm-hmm. we pull up and, you know, everybody has their mask on. So you can't, I couldn't really tell he was house, all right? Um, and then we're talking and my coworker, she's um, half Mexican. So she was like asking, she's like, oh, you know, where are you from? Cause she's trying to figure out like where in Latin America. And he was like, I'm East African. And I'm like, Whoop! I turned my head and I'm like, where in East <laughs> Africa? And he's like, I'm Eritrean. And I said, hold up. <laughs> I said, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm Eritrean. And I'm like, and then my coworker, before I can even speak, she's like, oh, she is too. Like, and so she was, and then she was like, um, asked, so I asked him, like, so how, like, you know, he's like, yeah, I work here, whatever. And like all this stuff. And he was like telling me that, you know, he just worked there. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And he gave us the menu, he gave us our water. And then he came back over and he dropped off his business card and put it in front of me. And then I looked and I'm like, Yo, you don't work. You <laughs> own the joint. You own it. So then I was like, what? Because it said his name. His name is Luam. Shout out. He owns Mojito um, up in Seattle. And so I, like, I, I want to go there when I come visit. Yes. I Googled his name. And that's when I found the Seattle Times article. And it told me like his entire life story. Like he came to um, America 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. He um, was in Greece prior to Seattle. He learned how to speak Greek. Um, he speaks Amharic. He speaks Karina. He speaks Spanish fluently. I thought about speaking English. Like he was, he blended in. I told him to get I'm like, I would have never thought you were Asian because you look like them. Like I literally was like, like I, you blended You look in. Spanish? He just blended. Like, you know, he was talking to them in Spanish. You know, like, you know, like mm-hmm. Afro-Latino. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I was like, I would have never like guessed. And you have a mask on. So I would have never guessed. If she didn't ask him, I wouldn't have known. And yeah. she literally just looks at me and she was like, why do we always meet your people everywhere we go? We were at the spa earlier and this girl came up to me yeah. and she was like, are you Habishna? And I'm like, this, I was like, I promise you, this is not a normal thing. This is just like Seattle. That's hilarious. Seattle and DC, though, is just like little East Africa, little horns. Yeah, no, it was, it was really like, it was crazy. Like, I mean, the article said that he started out as like a dishwasher somewhere else. Yeah, a dishwasher. And then he became like a cook. And then he was a chef. Same restaurant. He's been there since they they opened 17 years ago. So So a dishwasher, a cook. Yeah, a chef. And then they made him partial owner. Mm-hmm. And then he had like different like other part owners until finally in 2018, he bought out all the other owners and he's a sole owner. Wow. That's so and when I, cool. Yeah. And it was great. Like service was great. The food was delicious. The best empanadas I've probably ever had. What, is, um, what kind of so Spanish good. food is it? Like what? Um, it's just like Caribbean Spanish, like Cuban, you know, okay. like Cuban, Venezuelan, um, like it's, I guess it's very similar in the food. Like, I, you know, like, they had arepas. I think it's Venezuelan. Um, okay. But I've also had arepas in Puerto Rico. So it's, yeah, they call it like a Latin American restaurant. But it, it was good. Like, we ordered, like, half sheep, half that damn menu. We ordered so much food. Oh, so my tried God. It. I love Spanish food. Yeah, it was really good. And it was I just love empanadas. I love Cuban food. Like, I love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, looks We good. both had, we had sandwiches. But we also had, like, the plantains, the, um, like the potatoes, the thick potatoes, I forgot what they're called. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot. Like there was a lot of food. Let's do it. And I, I had a mojito. Like I was like, what should I drink? And I was like, let me get a mojito. Mojitos. Like, <laughs> like yeah. 
Yeah, but it was it's crazy. I'm like, that is that is a hustle. See, that is somebody who literally worked their way from the bottom. Yeah. And who has been there from the jump. So he knows the place inside and out. And not only does he run the restaurant, he was telling about like all like the community service events that he does and how he was prepping for Thanksgiving for like the senior centers. That's dope. And donating a bunch of turkeys. He has like a commercial kitchen across the street in the corner. It was pretty big. Yeah. Um, just all that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like what I look for forward to most as when I become successful is literally giving back yeah and that's our communities like the fact that I couldn't get money to open toast last year motivates me more to be like okay I can't wait till I'm fucking rich and then I'm able to give out grants to people that have great ideas and can't get funding you know it's like giving back to the communities I feel like that's that's like the best measure of success to me that's the best feeling yeah you you give and you get like mm-hmm. like i think it was kelly Rowland who talked about it she was saying how she wasn't having she wasn't getting very many opportunities and when she started giving more and more money like the blessings just kept coming in and she just kept getting more opportunities so she was like all right i'm gonna keep doing this because the more i'm contributing to the community the more is coming back to me which i'm a strong believer and community service and i mean you'll probably see shout out to my instagram y'all you'll probably see me um asking for donations for my story fundraiser coming up <laughs> um but Wait, is this the one that you needed uh what's it called the gift certificate yeah yeah tolly's donating um a gift certificate to get nails done so okay. things like that so well, that's just, that's just my to get a pedic well Sam hit me up and he was like, hey, where's the best place to get a pedicure? And I was like, you come to me for free. <laughs> He's coming to get a pedicure next week. <laughs> I do need a lot of people though. Shout out to everybody that's come and got their nails done by me. I do need seven more pedicures. So if you're interested, let me know. Unless you got ugly ass feet, then I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't she does not discriminate she'll do everybody's feet okay just for the record <laughs> i don't i don't really care i really just need like seven more because i'm not gonna be offering that as a service when i am uh, uh what's it called certified i guess yeah i, I would go to you for a pedicure but i like my um my pedicure spot <laughs> you can just take it off and go you oh, okay you're right you're right i'll come i'll do a mani pedi with you my nails are they'll be old in a few weeks but yeah, I'm. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we recording right now, or are we having a conversation? Because let me, let me. I mean, same thing. <laughs> I feel oh, like people God. liked our um, not the last one we did, but the one before that where we were just talking because they were like it was nice and to the point and concise instead of like long. an hour long yeah yeah we're, we're trying we've <laughs> i will say that we have tried different things and we're still learning like um now we're gonna get somebody in to kind of help us a little bit because we realize we can't do this ourselves um especially because we have so many other things going on like right like holly's in nail school um starting that business i have a full-time job on top of like everything else that i got going on so oh, we realized it's not fun huh? i said also editing is just not fun yeah, like, yeah. it's not fun it's really time consuming because if we have an hour episode i i have to it's gonna be longer than an hour just to edit both so it's like Did the whole thing get me out of here <laughs> but we're on tiktok now we're on twitter um so we'll be posting things soon 
and I guarantee you the Twitter will be entertaining. So go follow. It's Let's Toast. I'll put it in our bio so you can find it. But yeah, follow us, support, like, subscribe, audio above, and we'll see you all next week. Yes. See you all next week. Thank you. Oh, we have the toast. Oh, yeah. Are you drinking water too? Yeah. Yeah. I'm boring, but this is my cup I got from Vegas at like a day party. It what was is it straight? What does it say? Day Beats. Oh, Day Beats. I don't even know like what hotel it was, but it was filled with liquor at one point, I guess. A slushy. But now I use it as a water bottle. <laughs> All right, y'all stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay hydrated. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.